Welcome to Category Is. Hey, what's up? It's our 10th episode. Hey, Maurice. Yes, number 10. Tens, tens, tens. Tens, tens, tens for Category Is. So, so exciting. I know. It doesn't feel like 10. I know. It's been 10 weeks, child. But hey. I know. But this is exciting. It's, it's going fun, by yeah. super fast. Yeah. But we're enjoying it Every all minute of you guys. Of it, yeah. So I'm so excited. Awesome. For our 10th episode. Yes. Child. How was your weekend? My weekend was nice. Uh, okay. What did I do? I always have to think about what I did. And the weekend <laughs> like it was so long ago. Just ended. Yeah. Um, so what did I do? What did I do? Friday, I went to dinner with a friend. Okay. So she and I just kind of caught up. You know? Where'd you go? I don't even want to say. It was okay. It was, okay. <laughs> I wanted to go to this place and have hot pot. Yeah. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. So it's like where you kind of cook your food in this broth. Mm-hmm. It's an Asian food. Yeah. It's, it's, it's analogous to like melting pot. Ooh, yeah. But I was like, I don't feel like, you know cooking my food and then and smelling then, like it afterwards right and then having to eat it yeah so i was like let's do something really basic mm-hmm. oh god so we ended up at magiano's Ooh. it's the worst damn food yeah it's like worse than olive garden to me yeah but that was that uh saturday i went to a diner with my mom and my sister okay. and then we did a little shopping for the christmas season cowtown no, not Cowtown this time. <laughs> not Cowtown. No, we just went to like, you know, a regular mall okay. and shopped. You okay. know, uh, we're getting festive for the holidays, mm-hmm. getting decor, gifts and such. Okay. Then uh, Saturday night, I had a date. Okay. It went to well. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. And then Sunday, I went to brunch with one of my friends. Okay. And we just caught up. Yeah. And then I took my behind home and did laundry and mm-hmm. did a little bit of work from my couch. Okay. How about you? How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was horrible because this weekend was the Philly, um, Philadelphia Marathon. And so it was just so many people in the city and then they had all the streets blocked off. And I hate when the marathon comes into town because there's just, you can't get a brunch reservation. Right. And then when the people do go out, like when they finish the race, they walk around town with like that foil um like wrap thing around yeah, them. like the aluminum foil yeah and they're like, they're metals and things like that and i'm just like if i just ran like 26 miles my first thought isn't gonna be let me go get brunch and sit in this you know sweaty stank right. outfit like, for like hours like i just far. ran like first i'm tired or i would be tired and then i'm like i would need a shower like that would be my first thought like i just want to get go wash your ass go wash and then come out but and it's just rude and inconsiderate to the yeah, other patrons of the yeah, restaurant. Yeah. But I mean, one time I did run like the Broad Street Run. Mm-hmm. And I must say, like, after running that distance, you are starving. And you just want to eat a cow as soon as possible. But right. I still had the decency to take my behind home. at 6 p.m. and you still got that thing on? And it was cold And it was day. cold, yeah. Very cold. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, so. But congratulations to all the runners. I, I guess. Mean, I don't know who they was running from or what they was running to. Yeah. But if you did it. Pat on the back for you. I guess. I'm not a runner. Like, somebody <laughs> would have to be chasing me with, like, a knife or a gun or something. Because I'm not running like that. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then it was, like, Saturday and Sunday. So it was yeah. just, like, the whole weekend. And then you can't get anywhere in the city. The because they have always bad. Yeah, they have so many streets blocked off. I'm just like, uh. <sighs> yeah, I hear you. It's annoying. So. Well, did you, do any, did you do anything else for the weekend? No, that was about it. All right. Yeah. Low-key weekend. Low-key. You know You're me. in full-blown hibernation. You though. know how I do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you have to give us more life for the pod. <laughs> Let the people know what you're doing. But, um, you know. You, know. you da-da-boot up, I guess. So Basically. you just 
do that, huh? I mean, it works for me. But you know, you've always been that way. Yeah, you know, I'm not like, like, I like to go out, like to be out, but I don't have to be out. So like on the weekends, I feel like during the week I'm out, you know, doing whatever and, you know, going here and there. And I feel like the weekends is like my time to just exhale and relax and like recharge yeah stay in and wash my bootlegs and <laughs> i need you to stop watching your bootlegs <laughs> please my gosh and that was it like catch up on my tv shows like i did watch um like how to get away with murder because it was like their fall finale so i watched that i am so behind on that show like i just given up it's really good this season i hear really good i hear and that finale had me like whoa wow so Gotta wait till like February or March for it to come back. But That's all other right. than that, that was my weekend. Lovely. Yeah. So what you drinking, Marvies? Tonight, in the words of Mariah Carey, I'm sipping a big cup of Pinot Grigio. When the hell does she say that? In lots of songs. She says a big cup, or yeah. she just references Pinot. No, she's sipping a big cup of Pinot Grigio. Take it <laughs> easy, though. Okay, a cup though, not a glass. Not a glass. You know, Mariah's gutter with shit. I mean... Speaking of, her, her new album came out. Her new album came out. That's what I did this weekend because I was like, you know, like cleaning and like doing my stuff. So, you know, I wanted to like sit down and like really get into it. Right. Because it came out on Friday. Yeah. So I like took a nap and woke up at like midnight so I can watch, so I can uh, listen to it. Yeah. I listened to it too. We can talk a little bit about it later because yeah. that's going to be uh, in another segment of the yes, show. Yes, yes. So we won't get too deep into Mariah Carey, but we'll be discussing that later, listeners. Definitely. Um, I'm just drinking a Merlot. <laughs> a Merlot. You ghetto. You know, a Merlot. Yeah. It's, it's tasty. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to switch it up. Oh. As much as I could switch it up within the red varietal. Mm. But yes, you know, we love our wine here at Category we Is. We do. Okay. Well, we hope y'all are drinking responsibly if you can yeah uh if you're listening you're at work or commuting age. yeah then uh please do not be drinking <laughs> <laughs> but you know if you at home and you got us on with your little wine down you know let us know what you sipping write us in at category is pot at gmail.com or follow us on instagram yes do that too so let's get into these categories <laughs> let's get into the categories it is time for the categories Category is... Category is blackface <laughs> in the age of social media. So last week, there was like stuff going around yeah. on Instagram, mainly. That's mm-hmm. my favorite social media platform. Of these girls, I guess, I don't even know where they're from. Whether it's I America. think they're just all over. Cause right. I saw at least like four of them, maybe five of them. Right. It's like this new phenomenon, mm-hmm. I guess. It's like one girl, her name... on on the social media is like nine Mimi and the mm. other one her name is Jahia Fern and these girls are basically doing modern blackface yeah and you know this is where the makeup tutorials for the chicks have gone very wrong because these girls are kind of just you know getting the Rihanna Fenty foundations and concealers uh-huh. much darker than their skin tones yeah and they're making themselves up they're getting braids and whatever it even looks like some of them are padding their bodies Really? Some of them, yeah. But, and I guess they're taking pictures for the Instagram, and they're out here pretending to be black. Now, is it they're overtly 
pretending to be black or they just put on a darker shade and people assume they were black nah these girls are just overtly like because okay. one girl was very convincing uh-huh. the majority of the girls are one like, of them yeah one of them she looked like maybe she's biracial or something yeah the one girl that was pretty convincing and this is not applause to her by mm-hmm. any means but i think her name was emma hallberg okay she looked like pretty convincing because she looked kind of like black Latina ish, and then they all put in boxer braids or, or whatever you want to, you know, not cornrows. Box braids. And, not box braids. Not but box like, braids. You know, the Kardashians used to call them the boxer braids, the two braids that go back. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like yeah. a French braid. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But yeah, and they got on a Fashion Nova fit. Mm. And it's just so insulting because yeah. it's like you're trying to devalue or make blackness tangible, and you can't mm-hmm. do that. You know, you're trying to present a caricature of what you think blackness is because right. you want to seem cool. Right. And you want to put on your makeup but then wash it away yeah. when being black isn't, you know, fun or convenient right. anymore. So are these makeup tutorials or... I don't think that they're makeup tutorials, but uh-huh. the, the, the magic, the, the, the wizardry, the uh-huh. sorcery that, yeah. that makeup is today, Basically, these girls are now making themselves black and convincingly <laughs> so. I mean, the one girl, Emma... Hers was like, I was actually not. Like, she's black, but they're putting it not only on their face, but their it's whole their whole body. body. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I feel like when some of the girls, the skin looks a certain way. Skin mm-hmm. has undertones, yeah. it has overtones, yeah. it can be warm, it can be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at one area of someone's it, face, yeah, you could yeah. have like four different colors of brown. Right. Most of these girls look so, f- the color's like so flat. flat. Yeah. Because they're not contouring and mm-hmm. doing all that but this one girl hers look really convincing <laughs> but it's just ridiculous and insulting because they were trying to pass for black but mm-hmm. now that it's like out in the open they're yeah. just like oh yeah this is what i do and they're owning it and it's crazy because it kind of for me like harkens back to the whole rachel dolas thing yeah and i got a lot of heat from a lot of my friends mm-hmm. back when that was like at its height well yeah i did too but for probably a different reason right because i thought that i do not believe that you can be trans racial it is well, much, much different than being transgender to me. But I thought that it was an interesting academic or intellectual discussion. discussion yeah. And I did watch Richard Dolezal's mm-hmm. Netflix uh, documentary. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's, pre- it. I, it's yeah. pretty good. I would uh-huh. implore you to watch okay. it. But it gave you some insight into who she is right. and why she may have done what she did or mm-hmm. why she may feel an affinity or connection right. to black people and black mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. However... She's still wrong as shit. And so are these girls who are doing what they're doing yeah. on the ground. Well, I think these girls are more wrong because, I mean, Rachel, she got a PhD from Howard in that African make her black. Studies. But she not on Instagram, you know, doing makeup tutorials. No, she was girls. just the president of the NAACP. But she still has a PhD in African American Studies from Howard University. I see what you're saying. So she was doing something for, for the, black the good community. of the culture. Like, what is what are these girls doing? It's merely appropriative and exploitative. Exactly. Got it. I see your yeah. point. Both are wrong. But yeah, they are. At least Rachel was doing some work in the community. That's true. So. She's still wrong as shit, though. She is. But, but. Um, then, I, then today, I'm like, you know, just in my social media, and mm. I scroll through, and let's hop to the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> black China is selling a new skin lightening cream. Angela. Angela, Angela, Angela. And I feel bad because I don't she, feel bad for her. I mean, I don't feel bad for her. Okay. But I feel bad for the, the um, you know, the circumstances. 
Why? What's the circumstances? Mainly, you know, we, we don't like to talk about people's children on our pod. They're, they're cute as cute. The kid, the the, the baby's adorable. adorable. She has those long lashes, and but I call her Roberta. Why do you call her Roberta? She looks so much like Rob. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like Roberta Flack. No. Wow. So Black China is making this new skin lightening cream. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people remember, but a few years ago there was a controversy yeah. uh, with this um, singer who is like a pop singer in Africa. Um, her name's Denica. I don't know her. And she's like from Cameroon. Okay. And she basically was selling this white or not white, this lightning, lightning skin cream, cream okay. called White Nicious. Okay. I thought you were going with uh, Sammy Sosa. But well, that's Sammy Sosa thing. clearly lightens <laughs> yeah. his skin. Yeah. But if you see well, either with darkening or mm-hmm. lightening, if you look it, at Sammy Sosa's skin, mm-hmm. there's no dimension to it. He it's just like, like one flat color. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like death. He looks like a ghost. Yeah. Casper. Yeah. But I guess Black China has now partnered with Denica, the same company, um, the woman who, you know, same company from a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, and she's selling this skin lightening cream, uh, Black China Diamond Illuminating and Lightening Cream, uh, with white niches, and it's selling for a considerable amount. There's Swarovski crystals on it, and to me, it's just again problematic because, you know, they're showing pictures online, mm-hmm. and you can definitely see that it appears that. Black China has lightened her skin, but it could also be makeup, makeup yeah. and lighting. Yeah. But the Denica girl, you should actually see her picture. She really? was really, really lightened her skin. Mm. But it's unfathomable to me that now we're at a point in society where it's like people are actually darkening and lightening their skin. You know, especially mm-hmm. you have to recognize the global effects of, you know, racism. Right. And colonialism, like skin lightening products are some of the most you know, sold sought after and sought after yeah. products in Africa and Asia and the mm-hmm. Caribbean. And it's just like, people ain't got no shame. None. You know, if it sells, they, they just doing it, you know, they don't make it right. It doesn't. But then you have to look like, like what is the purpose of them trying to get these products? I mean, black China is a considerably, she's on the lighter end of the spectrum already. Right. So it's like, what does she have to, cause it ain't right. I don't know. It's just, to me, it's just fueling. I think that sometimes these people don't really understand. No, like China's doing it for a check. I mean, she does have a child to feed. And, you know, she did ask for more child support. That whole family is just. Uh. Well, I'm giving tens to Chris Jenner because she played Ooh. that whole situation. We're not even at the 10 section but... of the show. <laughs> what you mean? You know, Chris Jenner is a brilliant woman. She is a master mind. She, the way they goop like China out of her child support. So what they did was sold the stock line, right? Even before that, like oh. they reduced his appearances on Keeping Up the Kardashians because they get paid a certain amount for how much they appear on the show. So they're like, okay, you know, you just won't be on the show. Like he's still on it. They will like FaceTime him or like call him and put him on speakerphone, but you have to visually be on the show. Is that not in because order to get paid? He's like morbidly obese. Well, that too. But you have to visually be on the show in order to get a check. Right. So Chris was like, you're not going to be on the show anymore. We're still going to include you, but, you know, whatever. And then she, like, bought him a house. She paid for it, so it's in her name. But right. he, li- You know, but he lives there, so it's like he doesn't have any income coming in. She bought his sock line or a majority stake in his sock line. But so why like- are they trying to keep food out of Baby Dream's mouth? 
She's still gonna get her food. But she the, the standard that she's living in at Rob's house should be the same exact standard. No, it that should she's not. At, no, at, it should not. At Black China's house. No, it Absolutely should not. Nigga, it should no, it should be. not. Oh hell yes. You need to take care of your own Black China. No, 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 no. The courts are very clear on this. Uh-uh. The courts but are look, wrong on this. But what does it do to the child, right? So if the child's living in the lap of luxury over at Rob's in in, in Auntie King K and all yeah. this house. Although they had them cockroaches on her cake. Did, on TMZ. Oh my god. The cockroaches was yes. all up on that. Cake. Yes. Yeah. Nasty. Right. But so she's living the lap of luxury. Black like China's could never compete with the Kardashian fortune. She ever. can't. But she that's the whole role of child support, right? Like the child but support that, should no, then no. go to Black China so that she twenty thousand dollars a month? Absolutely. To yeah. do what? So that she could provide Dream with the same lifestyle that she's living no, with when she's at the Kardashians. She gets that on oh, hell. every other week. Then, but what's that going to do to the child? She's going to... She know daddy up, got it. She'll end up and favoring daddy. So? Nah, you crazy. You wrong for that. Mm-mm. Child. I don't... I don't... This is the thing. I don't agree with all this child support. Like, $20,000 a month? Yes. To do absolutely. what? To take care of Dream. Because Dream can't... What be- is Dream doing for $20,000 a month? It's what the car, the child should have the same standard of living. It's too much no, to make the child the flip flop. So mm-hmm. she's supposed to be in wealth for one week and then go and live in poverty eight. the next. Yes. What does that do to the child? The child needs stability and routine. She, she stay when she got a routine. All right. So when she gonna go to school? She gonna go? To, I mean, you, you're not thinking right. So <laughs> I she, mean, child support should be child to me. I don't have kids. I'm not divorced. Or whatever. Separated. Separate, yeah. Because, you know, half the people out here with kids, they never been married in the That's first true place. Too. Okay. So, child support to me, it should be like school, daycare, medical expenses. Okay. Not well, buying her think, these. You don't think that a dream got to go to a top-notch school with security? She probably does. And she needs a chauffeur but, and a driver. Right. But they have to agree on that. Like, Rob could say, I'm going to pay the security or whatever. No. I'm going to pay the school fees. I'm going to pay nope. this. Not for me to be giving Black China $20,000 a month to do what? She getting injections. She getting this $250 bottle skin lightening cream. She all, you know, she flying here and there. She can't be over at the Kardashian residence with a, with a personal chef and then going over to uh, Black China's house and eating ramen. I mean, they got dollar menus and shit. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> dollar menus is yeah. not nutritious for the child. She should be eating... Like she eating over at the Kardashians. Lobsters and she need, steak. She need a pool. She need lobster. She needs steak. Mm-hmm. She need to be wearing her Gucci's no, right over at Black China's house. At all. Absolutely. At all. I feel so like I'm with Chris. Let's goop this bitch. She not finna get our money because she tried to play them anyway. She was like, well, let me get this baby so I can get this money. But come on, Rob, you fell for that. Rob, has, Rob, he has mental issues. Like you can't put that on him. And everybody saw it coming. Everybody. How he did. She played the ultimate revenge move because she was dating what's the name? Tiger Tigger. Tiger. <laughs> I think it's Tiger. Tiger. Him. She was dating him. Black China, I think, was originally friends with Kim in the beginning, or they had some kind of connection. Well, that whole thing is just Black and China. Then, yeah, was friends with Kim. You right? Yeah, and then Tiger was like, "Oh, let me get on Kylie." Like you know, so she he dumped Black China, started dating Kylie. She played the game. She's like, "Okay, I'm gonna pull this revenge move on them because she's best friends with Amber Rose, who right. is." Kanye's ex. ex. It's so incestuous. Yeah, it's like all these... <sighs> like, Rob, you having sex with someone that, like, your sister's boyfriend... Right. It was just too it's much. It's too much. <sighs> yeah. But, you know, in her mind, she's like, I'm gonna get back at them. I'm gonna get with Rob, and I'm gonna have his baby. It was a... And she executed. She did. I mean, because her child is the only one with the Kardashian name. How That's about true. that? That's true. 
But I mean, her baby light and bright. I hope she's not rubbing none of that diamond illuminating bullshit up on the baby. Crazy out I here. I hope not. Yeah. But the baby's cute. Kids are off limits. Yeah. We don't talk about kids. Yeah. Well, speaking of kids and parenting. Mm. Oh. <laughs> have you seen? Well, you know what? Eva. The diva. The diva. Mm-hmm. The model. The short one. She's was on Monday Williams, I guess, doing some promo for, for the Housewives. Yeah, Housewives of oh, Atlanta. Right. Which I must say, I fell asleep. You did last night. Well, you know, I ain't watching. So. I know you're not watching, but it, it's not much to watch because Kenya's not there. Partially. The entire Nini should not have done this season. I think just oh, giving Greg's, yeah. um, you know, condition. Mm-hmm. I think that it humanizes Nini, but that's not what we're that. here for. No, we're here for cattiness, mm-hmm. and we're here for fights. Yeah, and we're here for drama. Drama, and it's an escape. I think for the viewer. Yeah, and you know, we all like Greg. We wish him the best. Mm-hmm. You know, in his you know health battle yeah. with cancer journey. Not a journey. It's oh. not a good word. Okay. To use. Okay. Because to me, a journey is like a journey can be difficult and it can be treacherous. Mm-hmm. But I, I think journey is more of an optimistic word. Right. 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 Um. But back okay. to the point. I mm-hmm. feel like you know, Nini. She's just not good. She's not giving me what I need this season. Well, Understandably she's not so. Yeah. She's not. Present. They should have brought Marla in. They haven't brought her yet. She's a friend of. I want Marla to have Peach. But has she appeared on the show? She's a, yeah, she okay, has okay, appeared. Because okay. um, she's like a pretty big character. But anyway, yeah. back to Eva. So Eva mm-hmm. was on uh, Wendy Williams, Wendy. I guess, talking about her child uh, with Kevin McCall. I don't even know. Who his, I don't, what does that man do? Is he a singer, rapper, actor or something? He's kind of sort of handsome. Is he a model? I don't know what he is. He's chocolatey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, but not, eyes, but not the like... other chocolatey one that she used to be with, Lance Gross. But no. he does. He does have an almond eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives you like knockoff like, Tyson, like Bexford. straight Tyson Beckford. <laughs> you messy. <laughs> you are messy. See, I just said knockoff. I mean, you wouldn't have to take it there with with our sis. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, hey. Uh, but, but she was on the Wendy Williams show, and mm-hmm. Wendy, you know, Wendy asked the, the, the she goes, straight yeah. questions. Mm-hmm. She shoot from the hip. She mm-hmm. ain't no bullshit. And Wendy was like, you know, well. You have custody, and mm-hmm. when will Kevin be able to see the child? And I appreciate Eva, because she was straight up. She was like, he can see the child. I want my daughter to see him right. when he's ready, but he's not stable. Mm-hmm. It's not good. He's mm-hmm. not, he doesn't have that. Res- he can't handle the responsibility right yeah, now. Yeah. When he is, mm-hmm. then we can revisit that discussion. Yeah, he's a biological father, and people right. put so much emphasis mm-hmm. on biology. biology yeah. But she was like, no, her father is, I don't even know her husband's name. Michael? Michael, the one who tried to run for, um, against Mayor. Miss, Mayor. Miss Bottoms. Mayor Bottoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, that's her father. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's there. And I was like, well, she spoke about it so candidly. And mm-hmm. I appreciated that. She, she kept it real. She ain't, you know, beat around the bush mm-hmm. or nothing. Yeah. So. I mean, I think people put the, they put emphasis on, like you said, the biology, but there's a difference between biologically being a father and being a dad right because like i think my mom said one time she's like a stray cat can give birth but that doesn't mean it's gonna be a mother right so i mean there's a difference biologically yes you know she's there because you know he and eva you know had sex but 
day to day who's like raising her, who's instilling values, who's, you know, picking her up from daycare and, you know, just teaching her these things about life. That's, you know, her now husband is not her baby daddy. And, you know, me earlier in our podcast, we talked Mm -hmm. about blended families. Yeah, Mm. You know, I'm the product of a single mother. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I think, you know, I believe the families look different and comes in all different shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I believe that it can be a blended family, but I totally respect where Eve is coming from because uh-huh. her child's a priority. Right. And it didn't seem as though she was trying to deprive her child of a mm-hmm. relationship with the father. Right. It's just that when and if he gets his shit together, then come step. Yeah. But until that until day, we're not having that discussion. Yeah. It did seem like she was open to it. She didn't say like, no, it's never going to happen. You know, and she didn't even try to like shade him or no. even be negative about it. She was just being open and honest. Like, this is what's going on and this is how I feel. And I think that a lot of people would kind of look at her comments as like being negative, but right. I don't think they were. Right. I, you know, I think that honestly, this might be controversial, but fuck mm-hmm. I think that men and especially maybe black men, I think they have this idea of what fatherhood is. Cause I'll never forget uh-huh. when like Sierra got with her brother charming mm-hmm. and you know, everybody's wanting that Sierra move. Everybody's playing for it. Russell. Level up. Everybody want to level up, you know, <laughs> do, do what Sierra did. Cause yeah. you know, she went from the trap house mm-hmm. to the white house. Okay. And I mean, that's baby, let that's me upgrade you, you. Yes. Okay. And I guess at the time, like back in the day, um, the, what's his name? What is, what is it? Future. The future. Mm-hmm. The, future the future was upset <laughs> <laughs> that, yes. Yes. um, I guess Russell was now around the baby, mm-hmm. the baby, baby future. future. And that's a horrible thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he was upset, but mm-hmm. she's like, step up and you know what you're doing? Like, being a father mm-hmm. is not doing a skeet skeet. Right. Being a father is wiping the snotty mm-hmm. noses, picking up from school, mm-hmm. kissing the boo boos, yeah. discipline, being present, playtime. Yeah. Right. That is what a father is. But yeah. I think that some so much in the black community, it's like they feel like they're owed something. Yeah. And yeah, if you birth this child, you're you know you biologically are the reason that the child's here. Right. You do have the right, well, but. You have to work for it. It must mm-hmm. be earned. It is a privilege to yeah. be somebody's parent. Yeah. And you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you have to actually put forth the effort and the yeah. energy. You know what I hate? What? You know how, like, Easter, Christmas, like, back to school time, you know how you always get on, like, Facebook or Instagram and you see the people posting pictures with their kids and it's like, yeah. I take care of mine. See? Oh, my gosh. Yep, I hate that. <laughs> you know what I'm you are not about? getting credit yeah. for doing the bare, the bare fucking minimum. minimum. Like, you are supposed to feed your kids. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to clothe them. Yeah, like that's what you're supposed to do. Like, you want claps? Yeah. It's actually funny. So I'm texting with my girlfriend, and you know, we just scrolling through the Facebooks and mm-hmm. the Instagrams. Yeah. And there's some rapper. I, you know, I do not know these rappers. Boussey? <laughs> Is it French? Boussey? Boussoir? <laughs> Bussy. Ooh, I don't think it's bussy. Not, no, I don't think it's that. I, I think it's boosy. 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 Like Bootsy. Boosy was like taking pictures of his fully stocked cabinets mm-hmm. and refrigerator. Let me see. And he was just like the whole time <laughs> saying, you know. My kid's eating good. He's, you know, he's just like, 
he's so happy because his kids is eating good. No, they're not. And I was just like, there is no fruits. There is no vegetables. <laughs> There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven packs of Top Ramen. Oh, my gosh. Some Swiss Miss hot mm-hmm. chocolate. A big old jar of pickles. But yeah, you know I love me a pickle. Um, Mad Minute Maid juice. Ain't nothing but sugar. Mm-hmm. Ice cream. French fries. Barrel juices. Remember the barrel juices yeah, when we was hugs. a kid? The hugs. <laughs> I mean, sugar on top of sugar on top oh, of sugar. No. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They got mad bags of chips. Popcorn. Mm. Kool-Aid. The only things I see in nutritional got value... Card? Because that's what an access card. <laughs> Don't do that. You know you see them in the grocery store. We got Lunchables. Mm-mm. Ranch dressing. Ugh. But I was like, wow, his kids are eating good. And I was like, that's just real. You know, we're glad that your children are eating well. And the, the All cabinets the are stocked. But again, I think that shows like what is well to who. Like, because if you show the nutritionist that yeah. cabinet, that All that kitchen, processed food. That is not good. Mm-mm. Children are not eating good. But I'm glad. You know what? His children ain't hungry. We know that. They're not hungry, but they're not eating good. They're going to have high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hypertension, diabetes. At like 10. Yeah. Mm-mm, that's not eating good. Not a vegetable. But he think he's doing something by posting that. Right. And it's like, oh, you so you want props because your kids is eating ramen every mm-hmm. day? Nah, sir. Yeah. But I think you also have to kind of take a step back. And I don't know how Boussey grew up, <laughs> but I'm inclined to believe that he didn't grow up with much. And maybe that for him, to him yeah. his cabinets was never stopped or right. his fridge was never overflowing. Right. So it means the world to him. And he has a sense of pride and joy that he can do that for his children. Mm. But see, that's where you got to level up yeah. and understand this. Like, that's not nutritious. No, at all. There was not a single piece of produce. There was nothing fresh in any of <laughs> not that. A fact. Like, I didn't see any, like, meat. But I'm not going to lie. If I was, like, 10, 12, I would love to You'd come be, home yeah. to that kitchen. I'd be mm-hmm. tearing them tasty cakes. Well, he didn't handle tasty cakes. He had, like, Intamins. <laughs> he did have Intamins donuts. <laughs> little Debs. Little Debbies. I mean, I love Little Debbies, but. But, you know, being from where I'm from, you know, I need some tasty cake you butterscotch tasty cake. crimpets. We had Little Debbies down south. Oh, nah. Yeah. Nah, we don't fuck with Little That's Debbie. That's why I don't do um up here. Like I can't find Little Debbie anywhere. So I don't like tasting. We cake. don't we don't feature Little Debbie. Yeah. She can stay her ass down she, There's like two products like in the one in the one grocery no, store. We but. keep our cakes tasty. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes. But yeah, so I mean with Eva, like I get what she's saying. You know, she has been a single parent for I guess a while, so you know, she's looking at it like her daughter's best interest is what her focus is. And so, you know, I and can respect that. Be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but people shouldn't want props for parenting. Right. It's good to parent, but mm-hmm. no cookies for that. Yeah. Because that's what you're supposed right. to be doing. Well, child, speaking of parenting. And <laughs> absent fathers. <laughs> the internet is enraged over uh, yes. a Macy's ad. Yeah. Um, so by the time you guys hear this on the podcast, we will have already posted a picture of the ad. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if it's an ad, but we'll, we'll digress and right. we'll explain. Mm-hmm. But there, Macy's came out with some imagery, I guess, of families mm-hmm. of various shapes, colors, and sizes and, yeah. in their pajamas mm-hmm. celebrating the holidays. Yeah. So do you want to just explain? So in this picture... It's like a four-panel picture. So there's, um, in the top quadrant, there's a white family, and they um, have, like, two or three kids. And then in another quadrant, it's a gay family. It's two dads, 
uh, interracial couple and there's two kids there. Then in another quadrant is the same white family again with um, like more pictures of them. And then in the last quadrant, there is one black woman and three boys or three kids. And the internet exploded because people were just in an uproar about the imagery of the single black woman being a single mom and the implied negative stereotype and the kind of hidden racism behind the imagery. Like of all the families, the black woman is by herself with three kids. It looked a little suspect to me. Okay. But. <laughs> well, you know me. I did go to school for marketing. Mm-hmm. That's why I even question whether or not this is an ad. Okay. Um, to me, this looks like maybe an in-house mock-up. Okay. So I think that clearly the concept here is families uh-huh. on Christmas morning uh-huh. in their pajamas. Right. So I, what I'm, again, this is just speculation. Mm-hmm. I think Macy's just took a whole bunch of different photos. Right. And they probably had a mock-up. Because this is really not, if you look at if you it look carefully, at it, yeah. it's not an ad. Because you see like the In the top pattern, two quadrants, you yeah. can see the pattern mm-hmm. where it's a zoom-in mm-hmm. on the uh, design uh-huh. of the pajamas. Uh-huh. This is not a cohesive ad. Nowhere right. does it say Macy's. Nowhere does it have the pricing. So mm-hmm. it's not catalog or publishing yeah. or the products. Uh-huh. So I think that these are just pictures that were made and potentially well, leaked. Well, how they get out? Leaked. Because mm-hmm. you know, people need the drama. Somebody get um, My issues with these photos are not so much so the racial aspect. Uh-huh. We, can, we can analyze that in a second. And we are. But... People are just so, to me, this is clearly not an ad. And people are so gullible because what they don't realize is that the mother and the father, the white mother and the white father are the mm-hmm. same Yeah. in each photo. Yeah. Like y'all didn't realize that they're the same people. Yeah. So that just goes to show me that they were, these are just photos from a shoot. From a shoot, yeah. And then what people also don't notice is that the little black boy that is with the gay fathers <laughs> is the same little black boy that's with the single mom. Well, that's why she's single because... <laughs> Oh, okay. So her, so she's yes. in time. Uh huh. Okay, so she must have had that black boy yes. with the black gay dad, exactly. and he he left her for the white for guy. the white man. I like that okay. storyline. <laughs> I see, I see what see? you did there. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, so this must be like Christmas Eve with mom and like Christmas Day with, with dad. Dads. Got it. Yeah, totally understand. Yeah, makes sense. that's what I read from the pictures because I was like, oh, okay, the same little boy, that's the same kid, like. Right. And then my third issue with mm-hmm. this is what? Do black folks not like animals? Because how come the white family the only one with a pet? They got two pets. Look. They got a dog in each photo. Yeah, different dogs. Different dogs. Yeah. They, they could cast the dogs apparently, but they can't cast no black <laughs> right. kids. I'm sorry. But then with the gay couple, I was like, where did he get this little black boy from? Because this kid is dark skinned and the the two dads are one dad is white and then the other one's like really light skinned. Like, you know, and I always hate when they got a cast. I mean, there are mixed black people with light eyes and curly hair, mm-hmm. the Corbin Blue thing. Right. But it's so annoying. Like that's like the quintessential casting exactly. they go to. They can't put a, a, a black guy with like a do rag and some waves on there, like the regular snake. Look, <laughs> I wanna see a black guy with a Sunni. With a Philly Sunni and that. the Macy's ad. You ain't gonna see that. I know that that's yeah. really progressive, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a bit much. <laughs> but also, and my fourth and final thing that I analyzed, mm-hmm. and this is the when I saw it off the bat, was is that the white families and the gay family are mm-hmm. all posed. 
Yes. Whereas the single mother family mm-hmm. is more of an action shot. Yeah. So I think that in an ad like this, even if he were to do a four quadrant mm-hmm. to show like diversity mm-hmm. and different kinds of families mm-hmm. can all shop at Macy's, right. they all would have been similar in terms of being candid the, or being posed. Or being, yeah. So I think that people are quick to like fall into the hype. Mm-hmm. And I, I um, initially fell into the hype too because I was like, wait, hold up. But then when I started looking at it more, I was like, well, maybe this is just not because I couldn't find it anywhere. Like I, I went to Macy's web, um, Instagram right. and their website and I couldn't find it anywhere. Because I don't think and it was then, an ad. Yeah, I don't think it was an ad. But Macy's website, they are doing the most on that website. Why? Because I, I think it's all in conjunction. Like I think these pictures were going to come out in a couple of weeks or like pretty, you know, soon. soon they now have all their holiday um, stuff up and it's like lesbian couple, interracial couple, this couple, that couple It's like, let's hit all the marks so no one can be offended. Right. And so like I forced. said, it felt very forced and they had, okay, let's give them interracial couple. They have the, remember the Asian guy on Insecure that Molly was trying to date? Oh, yes. Asian babe. He's so cute. So he's on there with a black girl. And then they have like this um, lesbian, like first I thought they were like sisters. And I was like, mm. right. But there's like these lesbians. And then they have this older woman, younger man. But then I was like, mm. oh, they're they like intergenerational. Yeah. You can tell they're trying to tick all these boxes right. so no one gets offended but that's, just like, but that's part of the world that we live in right but that's I don't like that but so what are you doing it for but you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't because exactly. I think even in this ad they try mm-hmm. to check all the boxes they try to They. I mean we did not need two white families they could have thrown an that's Asian true. family in here but then, they could have thrown an obviously like Latino family mm-hmm. they could have thrown a, a single white mom well in. I think the black guy could technically be like Dominican or something. But, okay. So they, this you know, ad, imagine this uh-huh. ad running in Missouri or like Tuscaloosa. Right. Is that even a place? Yes. Or like Middle America, uh-huh. Omaha. I was that's, born in Omaha. I know. Yeah. But that's where this, I think Middle America. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, seeing a gay couple mm-hmm. is not pushing the boundaries for people in right. the Northeast. But in Middle America, this that's is a really a progressive yeah. ad. Mm-hmm. So I think from a marketing perspective, these are national ads that are mm-hmm. run. They don't have the time or the money to run regional ads. Right. So that is a push forward. Um, people were really upset about like the subliminal messaging mm-hmm. and the and that that it does with showing a single mom. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, hold on. But then on. again, because uh-huh. she looked kind of young. She I was does. like, maybe she's the older sister. Um, but her okay. shirt does say M A Bear, and all the boys are wearing Little Bear. Okay, so it's like, like Mama Bear. How come all the black families got to have like the Papa Bear and the, yeah. the Mama Bear shirts? Yeah. And it's also like, do birth daddies got to have on the Papa Papa Bear shirt? As if it's not freaking obvious right. that they're right gay. Right. It's too much. It's but, like it's too much in your face. Like, don't spoon feed us. Right. Let it be a little subliminal. So my question again is: Is that you know if this is an ad? Are they, you know, going off of the public opinion or imagery that she a strong, independent black woman who don't need no man? Right. Because you see that all the time. Like, I don't need no man. I can take care of these kids by myself. Black women sometimes put out that persona that I don't need no man. Okay. I can handle this by my goddamn self. Okay. A few years ago. But is that based on, like data and information because the fact of the matter is is that single motherhood in black families is 
equal to it's, that as white families. Well, so why is there this popular perception mm-hmm. or idea that black women more often than not maybe they're are, just more, are single mothers as compared to their white counterparts? Maybe they're more, more vocal about it. Because a few years ago, there was this ad. You know those things where they, um, it's like those things where you strap the baby to your chest. The baby Bjorn? Yeah, like the baby um, Bjorn. Bjorn, yeah. Makes so it was, Bjork. Yeah. The baby Bjork. Let's just call it baby Bjork. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> so on, it was like another thing with like packaging. They had a white family. They had, um, I think like an Asian family or they had like something. And but, then they had on, then they had a black woman because on the white family, it was a mom and dad mm-hmm. with the baby strapped to like the mom. Right. And then on the other family, it was like the mom and dad with the baby strapped to the mom. Okay. And then on the black people um, packaging, it had a black woman and the baby strapped to her. And it was just like, people were all in the uproar. Were like, why she got to be by herself? Right. Why she ain't got no husband? Why she, you know, doesn't have this? I think a lot of that goes to sometimes who are, who's employed in these rooms, right? Well, who's, who's, and that's the whole purpose of like representation, not mm -hmm. only through marketing and imagery and media, but like you need people in the marketing room Mm -hmm. who come up with these concepts. That's true. You know, because H&M wouldn't have that whole monkey ordeal, you know, with the kids clothing Mm -hmm. line. You need to have diverse, and again, that was like in Sweden, it wasn't even an ad that was supposed to run in America, but racism is global. It's global. And that's why you need people in the room Mm -hmm. because if you had a black person, they would have chucked this quick, fast, in a hurry. That's why you need, that's that's the importance and value of diversity, right? It is. And inclusion in Mm -hmm. the process. It is. But when it's a whole bunch of old white guys making these decisions, that's what's in their head. Mm -hmm. And then also, if you look at a lot of ads in the past few months, I think it has to do with like a lot of, um, with Meghan Markle, there's a lot of interracial ads. Really? There's a lot of ads with a black woman and a white man right in in the um, like media and commercial world mm. but also um you look at ads that feet that do feature black um, couples and if you notice a lot of them are do not have on wedding rings or any kind of ring that's supposed to signify a really? wedding mm-hmm. you know what's or funny yeah. i remember and this is a little bit off of the ad thing mm-hmm. but i remember I was shopping for greeting cards Right. And I had a hard time, you know, like around Father's Day and graduation mm-hmm. is always like, yeah. you know, at the same time That's period. Same time, yeah. And I was looking like specifically for mahogany, like the mm-hmm. black cards mm-hmm. and just the selection for graduation cards and Father's Day cards were lacking. Well, but, like I had just gotten the month before mm-hmm. Mother's Day cards mm-hmm. from the same company yeah. for like black cards. Yeah. And they were like. In abundance. Yeah. So many Mother's Day cards. But right. like, where are the Father's Day cards? Well, because you and have... where are the, the graduation cards? Well, well, because you have the women on Facebook and Instagram who, it's Father's Day, but I'm the single mom, and I'm the mother and the father. That's Yeah, that's annoying. No, honey, you're the mother. You're a <laughs> right. single mother. Right. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah, Enjoy you do a lot that. more you work. You do a lot, yeah. Um, yes, you know, you don't have assistance and help, mm-hmm. but you're not the father. Right. Unless you grew a dick. <laughs> Or and that's not even because again it doesn't take a dick to be a right, father, right? Exactly. But you're just not. You're just stop. Not. Yeah. Stop. Stop processing mm-hmm. your resentment mm-hmm. for your for, predicament. Exactly. You know, exactly. on other people. Exactly. But I mean, going to this ad, I also see like specific commentary from the black community 
And they were like, this is an attack on black fatherhood. This is an attack mm-hmm. on black men. What this shows us is that, you know, black men are absent from their women. And then, you know, it shows that... It, and then a lot of people were attacking the fact that mm-hmm. the only black father represented was, the gay was one. gay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, y'all See? are reaching. Y'all mm-hmm. are grasping and reaching. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, why he got to be with a black man? Right. I'm like, why he got to be with a white with man? With a white man, yeah. And I was like, y'all black. And these are black men who were upset. Exactly. And I was like, y'all black men would not have been any more pleased to have seen two, two black, black men. Exactly. It would have been doubly worse. Right. So y'all, So what is it? Like, y'all not going to sit here and convince me mm-hmm. as a black man that these straight black men are mad that the gay black guys were a white guy. Right. Because had there been two black men, then they'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is sending a message about black men being mm-hmm. gay. and neg- It would have been even worse exactly. in my predicament. Yeah. In, my, in my prediction, rather. Yeah. It was just like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Mm. But they just mad. Because, you know, I mean, as a black gay man myself... You know, it is hard to keep up with me. I am competition. You know? <laughs> so I, I can imagine you feeling insecure about your position. <laughs> but, but don't do not do that. Right. Like, they, yeah, that was a reach. Pick your messaging. Mm-hmm. Stop reaching. Mm-hmm. Are you mad? Because be mad that there's no black man represented here. Right. They're like, there's no black man as a father. But yes, there's, there is. Yeah, there's right there. Oh, well, he's gay, so he's not a father. And then it's like y'all are dismissing the fact mm-hmm. that like gay men can also be right. fathers. Right. Maybe not in the same mechanism, mm-hmm. you know, or or way that you did. Or maybe they mad that this gay guy is doing better than they are. Mm-hmm. I mean. But they're a little blended family. Okay. They're a little, little black boy, little white girl. It's cute. Your husbands are cute. They got a couch. <laughs> they all got the same Someone couch. Someone pointed out in the comments. They said they all live in the same apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but look, only one of the motherfuckers got a tree, though. That's true. And why the tree got to be white? See, mm-hmm. now you're reaching. You're yeah. reaching. But that's how it is in social media. <laughs> exactly. Trying to make everybody happy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but also I read that the... Um, so Macy issued an apology. Or it wasn't even an apology. It was more of an explanation. Okay. They said that this is not all of the photos. Someone, like you said, leaked these early. And the entire collection for, of photos for this ad feature, you know, a wide range of... Right families and so right that like i said goes back to their instagram and they are doing the most on their instagram because they're trying to do damage control because right. they're just a business and this does affect the bottom line because we live mm-hmm. in the day and age where people get butt hurt right over stuff like this mm-hmm. you know sometimes legitimately so and sometimes not i I, yeah. I, I think that this is a reach mm-hmm. um i think this is different than the victoria's secret situation well, in my opinion mm-hmm. uh, with these companies and their imagery um because this wasn't a finalized product, and, right. this fam- and this company, Macy's, is not making a stance. Right. And they are at least attempting to be inclusive. Right. And I think that for a lot of people, they're saying that, you know, this ad shows that black men are incapable of raising happy families. No, because no. you're discounting the fact that there is a gay black man. Right. But that makes it a whole nother layer. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of black people are struggling with having the intersectional conversation exactly, that, exactly. that injects sexuality. Mm-hmm. Because they don't by have saying... That or they just don't, because in the black, mm-hmm. it's just not a conversation right. at all. Mm-hmm. But like this person here, their their comment is Macy's holiday ad. Apparently, black men are incapable of raising happy families, but they're negating oh. the fact that there is a black right. man in the ad. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? There are actual black single mothers, right? And there are white single mothers. I think I would have appreciated this more if they would have yeah. gotten rid of the father in one of the white in one of the families' white ads. ads. Yeah. yeah. But I also, to me, this still is not diverse enough for me. But then. As I said I, last week, how diverse do you have to get? Because it feels forced. But my thing is, if you're going to go there, then go there. 
do we really need the representation of two white families? And, and everything again, in this ad this is, is black and white. Product. And it's, I know it's not a finished product, and I don't know what else there is. But mm-hmm. I think that in America, people just see diversity as black, black and white. white. I think that you know it can be. We can. There's Latino community. There are there's yeah. Asian community. Mm-hmm. It's not only sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. It's um, gender di- gender gender identity, identity and expression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also ableism. Where is there like a vis a physically? Well, I mean, mm. ability comes in all different shapes and forms. Right. Like, they could, they could be could, deaf. They could be they blind. They could be deaf. They could be blind. And we wouldn't see that right. given this app. But, like, there's lots of families out there who, who deal with disability. Yeah. And, and they need to be represented in ads, too. Have you seen the ads? I think it's a Pampers ad. I can't remember. But it's this little girl. She's She has Down syndrome. And she's just so happy. And she's playing. It's just so cute. No, I don't really watch much Oh, my TV. God. It's really adorable. Aww. If you ever see it. But, like, but... And that, that's what matters because mm-hmm. people feel like, okay, these companies value me. Yeah. They are speaking to me and mm-hmm. I'm going to spend my dollars there. And that's, that's why true. I disagreed with you last week on the Victoria's Secret thing. Well, that was another thing because I feel like that was a different story. Well, no, and okay. I think that with Victoria's Secret, my stance was that every year people come out and say, this isn't good enough. And then every year they push the boundary and push it and push it and push it. At what point do you draw the line and say, this is what we're doing. Right. And get over it. Well, Victoria's Secret could push itself a little bit more. But that, let's leave That's that where? Back, back there. there. Last week. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay, child. So what's the, let's, we can just roll on from, the from, from Macy's clothing okay. into the next category of children's clothing. And I'm here for it. I'm not. Well, Celine Dion has come mm. out with, I think it's called Selenunu. Is that it's, how you... Well, the company is called Nunu or something. Nunu? Yeah. Okay. Nunu or something. Nunu something. Ain't that the girl from the movie Atlanta or ATL? Nunu. You always rock at the new Nunu. Nunu. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But um, Celine Nunu or whatever. Yeah. You know, Celine Dion, our girl, Canadian vocals. Your girl. Is coming at you uh, with her new gender neutral children's clothing That's line. That's a reach. What's a reach? Gender neutral. Well, I like it. Basically, and you know, we want you do want to know why I like it mm-hmm. because I think that you know, having a young nephew. I remember some of my friends having children. Mm-hmm. You know, and when they're newborns, and you know, first of all, no children can fit newborn clothes. It's like not my nieces and nephews because you know, no, 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 big maybe big, they'd be yeah. like give them like a three months when yeah. they're newborn. But anyway, still, like children under four, mm-hmm. all the clothing is very bright. And yeah. it's like pink for girl, mm-hmm. blue for boy. Mm-hmm. It's just disgusting to right. me. And you know, my favorite color is black. Black. It's the absence of color. <laughs> it's not even a color. Well, look, I love black. Okay. It's hard to find black clothes for your child. Like, I want a little because goth baby. I no. want my baby full black head to toe. No. Maybe some white and gray. No. Maybe some navy blue no. and, and red thrown in for like no. accents. Mm-mm. But it's so hard to find like black clothes for kids. I want them to look thin and sleek and cool. Well, babies are supposed to be chubby, not like. But like, I, know, I do like a chubby, fat baby. Yeah, with, rolls, with the little like, rolls. Yeah. But babies look cool as shit when they have on black. Like, no, I want a little goth baby. No. So that's and that's why I appreciate Celine Dion's children's clothing line because mm-hmm. a lot of the clothes are just black and white. But okay, so the purpose just, of mm-hmm. this line is to be gender neutral. Correct. All of the clothes are like black and white, which I love. But it's that edgy. But that's not gender neutral. 
I see, but you know what? In her ad, she's like standing. That ad was it was creepy. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but she's standing in like a nursery of a uh-huh. hospital, and on one side is the pink, with one the girls, side is the blue, and one side is blue. With and the there's boys. Selena, like her black head. She looked good. She always she looks looked good. good. You know, luxury law be styling her. I wonder if he had anything to do with this line, Law Roach. You know, that's her stylist. I don't know these people. Well, he was a judge on America's Next Top Model the past couple of seasons. He he styles Zendaya. Who was that? You know who that is. Don't do that. Who? Zendaya, Zendaya. I'm not sure how to say I don't know because what wig does she have on today? Oh, stop. I don't know her wigs. <laughs> I, I, like, I like the dreadlock wig. Mm, I like the nope. afro wig. <laughs> nope. I like, I like the blonde one. I like the bob. Uh, the red one? I like all From the she, Met Gala? She's, she's very stylish. But back I to guess. But back to Celine's clothing mm-hmm. line. I'm here for it. I'm not. Um, I did look at the, the clothing. It's a little ex- expensive. The price well, points are a little high. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to touch the clothing, feel the quality. But it's basically just joggers it's, and t-shirts. It's tops and, t-shirts. and bottoms. Yeah. It's, it's like, tops and bottoms. But how is that gender neutral? Gender neutral is not just black or white. That's not gender neutral. That's just a color. But I think because that children's clothing specifically is so blue or pink. But or she's like, selling t-shirts. She's not selling like tutus and skirts and sweater vests. She's not selling none of that. It's like a t-shirt or a onesie. She does have two dresses on the line. That's black and white. Yeah, but they're like dresses that like look like long t-shirts. Right. <laughs> so it's like... And then my thing is with that, it's like... You're reaching. Celine, you're reaching. That's a reach. I love it. I don't. I'm here for it. Because I'm like, it's not gender neutral. It's just black or white. But I think what she's doing through her designs is nullifying. It's not designed. It's a t-shirt. Gendered. T-shirts are designed. It's a t-shirt that's black or white. But it has and like design. It has like shapes, crosses, it has like pluses and, and minuses. On it. <laughs> so she's she's Let's teaching just... the children reading, writing, and arithmetic. You well, know, but the I mean, clothing. No, but... it is juvenile. It is. It's clearly children's clothing. These are not things adults would wear. But it's plus signs and like smiley faces. In alphabet. Well, that's clearly children's, but that's not gender neutral, but it's grays. It's blacks. I just like it because it's basically she should probably not get rid of the gender neutral. Yeah, just say, she just say I have I'm clothing, clothing like, line and she should not for like emo goth babies. Right. <laughs> like they listen to their EDM and their, yes. but I mean, it was a it was a reach. Like it was not to me. If you're going to have a gender neutral clothing line, you need to have more colors than just black and white number one i think something was yellow because yellow is a gender neutral color right she did have lime green as an accent color in some of the clothing but that even she also had denim well denim is gender neutral anyway but you know i hate gender reveals i think we both hate gender reveals and we do hate that like you kind of push gender on a kid but because i hate gendered toys like even like the other day when I was shopping with my family, we were like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll go to the girls' section. I was like, no, like, I don't believe in boys' toys and girls' toys. That's silly. That's ridiculous. Well, I don't if, buy my nieces and nephews' toys. I buy them books. Well, I buy books, too. But yeah. I, I usually, what I try to do is I'll get, like, a book. I'll get, like, something for them to play with because... I don't do that. And I'll get them, like, a clothing item. That's what I try to do. I don't do, do that either. Because, you know, the kids grow. Fast. and they need, yeah. but, they, but they need it. They need clothes. Mm-mm. They need the Celine Dion Selenunu. No. I don't, I'm not going to buy that with my money. Because they grow... <laughs> my, Especially in my... You know, <laughs> my nieces and nephews. They grow they, so yeah, they, fast. They big. And so, I'm like, I'm not going to buy them clothes. I do get... I do like to get toys. Because that's what kids like, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just... No. I don't believe... Like, 
why is why are because bo- girls are always given dolls and right. like homemaker type gifts, kitchens, dolls, mm-hmm. carriages, and boys are given like you know guns, guns, yeah, Joe. but like or like connect kinetic things where they can like do engineering. Like it seems like the boys' no. toys are more geared towards academics. Well, not and, anymore. And, and everything stuff. is like STEM, STEM. science, yeah. technology, engineering, and math. And that's that's the gender but, neutral because now they're trying to get more girls into doing that. So even a lot of girls' toys are STEM well, focused. I guess things are these changing. Days. But girl, you're reaching with that. I guess. Well, let's talk about another thing that's happening with children's <laughs> clothing. This is a very fashion oriented episode. Fashion. Yes. Winter fashions. 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 So this children's is fashions. Children's fashions. Speaking of the kids, I told them the kids to stay in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this school, this high school that is banning kids from wearing certain types of jackets and coats for the winter. What brand specifically? So this school, which is in Birkenhead, UK, which is it's across the river from Liverpool, England. Okay. Which is about four hours from London. All right. Um, so it's like the kind of like northwest coast of of the of england so they are banning kids from wearing canada goose mm-hmm. and montclair jackets wow to school because they are trying to um poverty proof the school what the fuck is poverty shaming <laughs> you know and that's the problem so shame mm-hmm. will do you good shame builds character right so the purpose of this is that saying that kids who wear these coats or have the money to afford these coats or come from families who can afford these coats because these coats are pretty expensive yeah i'm looking right now like if you want the juniper parka and this is the children's this coat is which one a canada goose okay if you want a juniper parka it comes in black purple or red mm-hmm. and it has the wolf uh fur is it faux no it's real okay oh, we don't do faux you know how we feel <laughs> right that's a $725 coat for a mm-hmm. child. If you want the Logan Parker, that's $625. Mm-hmm. The Eakin Parker is $625. If you want the Grizzly Bomber, that's $425. You right. know, if you want the Bunting coat, it's $350. I mean, these coats are expensive. And that's just Canada Goose. Montclair is way more expensive way more. than that. Yeah, and that's Canada Goose. for, And that's, that's the children's coats. Mm-hmm. But I just don't understand. To me... Like the fact that you can't afford a Canada goose does not mean you're impoverished. That just means like you, right. could, be, you could be middle class. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so what do you mean, like poverty shame? Yeah. So the purpose is, of this school, particularly, and I, I read that it's actually like an initiative across the majority of the UK, is that. Yeah, I heard the parents like wanted this to happen. Yeah. Is that, well, I looked at the demographics of this town and it's a little bit. Okay. And so it's about 90,000 people in this town. And but how many kids are really wearing Canada Goose? Like probably like It's probably two. like one or two. And can you let them live? Basically, I'm like so my thing is why ban these coats because it's probably like two or three kids at the most. And then And do kids even really know? I think it's more the parents. It's more the parents. I think the parents feel bad that they can't give that to exactly. their kids. Exactly. Exactly. Because you know, on the one hand, maybe the kids do know, but they're not out here stunting in their Canada Goose like, yeah, bitch, look at me. You can't afford this shit. Right. <laughs> and they doing like model walks down the ca- the middle of the cafeteria. Well, well I would have been that child. <laughs> right. I, that would have been me. I would have been stunting on them children in third grade. Look at me and my fur. 
Look at me. Right. But I don't think they're doing that. And so it's just like, why would you... I feel like it's more the parents imposing these ideals on the on the kids. Because it's like, you're a kid and you're in high school. And I get that what they're trying to do is, you know, reduce bullying. But if you look at these demographics... The kid in the can of the goose is the one getting bullied. Right. Like that coat finna get stolen. Thank you. Like you finna get beat up Ooh. after school behind the gym <laughs> and that coat is gone. Let me tell you, when I was maybe in third grade, I used to have this navy blue and forest green mm-hmm. Ralph Lauren fleece pullover. Oh, I was fly. You couldn't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. When we would go to recess, because you know, we'd be a little <laughs> hot when you ran around. Yeah. I would like hang it up so carefully on the the chain link link fence (laughs) and i'll never forget i got into a fight because one of the kids took my coat my 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 ralph lauren Mm -hmm. and like laid it in the dirt and i was Mm -hmm. upset because Mm -hmm. in my house you know we had our our play clothes and our our school clothes right and don't come home with with your good clothes messed up and dirty exactly (laughs) so i can understand how the dynamics of clothing with children especially expensive things Mm -hmm can relate but I just again I don't think that that didn't affect me that right. much as a person mm-hmm. I think that there's so much other things that kids are dealing with mm-hmm. that why is this even an initiative right do the kids have up to date books right you know mm-hmm. um it just kind of feels like almost like you said like an attack on the one kid mm-hmm. who does have the code right and why is again like why is this so much of a, a priority yeah that's what's just so concerning to yeah me. And then I I was reading more about like this um, poverty proofing, and mm-hmm. they were saying that the schools actually like are reducing the number of days where kids can um, not wear their uniforms. I think I forget what they call it, but it's um, like a free day almost where you can wear your regular clothes. Right. And so they reduced the number of days where kids could wear like their regular clothes to like one day a school year. And so it's like, and that's why I get so concerned. And this is why mm-hmm. I, I, I get crazy because I feel like I sound too conservative. But mm-hmm. like, I think that sometimes parents, of course, they have the best intentions for their children, and they want to protect their children from harm. Mm-hmm. But you also have to understand to a certain degree that like poverty, things like poverty shaming, mm-hmm. like I didn't know that was a fucking. That's not term. a thing. Yeah. But like that builds character. Right. You know, I would never advocate for mm-hmm. bullying. Especially as a, as a kid, I got bullied. I got bullied bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Being a little gay kid, you get bullied right. mm-hmm. bad. I know bullying. Mm-hmm. So I would never want any kid to have to endure bullying, come but. home crying, mm-hmm. feeling really, really bad about themselves. Mm-hmm. I got it bad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it built character. Right. And I think that sometimes these parents today are, and again, I'm not a parent, so mm-hmm. maybe if I was a parent, I would feel differently. Mm-hmm. But I feel like parents want to protect and insulate the children from everything. Too much. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, what kind of adult are they going to be? Right. They're going to grow up to be this fragile freaking person mm-hmm. who can't even take mm-hmm. constructive criticism. Right. Because they went this, to a school that uh-huh. did poverty proofing. Like, what the well, F is that? These are the same kids and parents where you get a participation trophy. Like, no. Right. You get a trophy if you won. won. Yeah, if you won. If you came in first place, if you, you know, first, second, and third, if you were there, you get a certificate. 
if that part, part, you right. might get a ribbon maybe you know participation and, you and were not there. for nothing but if I'm ever making it to the point in my life where I can clothe my child in mm-hmm. an $800 coat they gonna be laced in the best believe okay. I'm gonna be down at the school right. like y'all not gonna tell my y'all. child what they can and cannot wear until y'all until y'all buying this shit are you buying this coat no if I can afford to put my child mm-hmm. in, a, in an $800 coat that okay. they can wear for one season oh I have made it <laughs> And, and I, you're giving a stunt and you, on these and you're hoes. not going to stop me from letting right. my child stunt okay. in the hallways of the elementary. That feels character too. Yes, it is. I'm trying to instill the confidence. <laughs> right. Shit. My child is going to be stunting in, in fur and leather and Real Gucci fur. and garments. Right. My child is going to be wearing the salary of the teacher <laughs> in a week. If, if I got it like that and you're not going to tell me. You're not going to tell me that my kid can't wear that. You surely not. Okay. Mm-mm. Not today. All right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, child, let's get into this next segment of the show. Let's get into it. All right, guys. So it's time for our listener letter. Um, so we actually read the letters before we view them on air. <laughs> yes. So I picked this letter because I thought it was really good. And I'll explain why. Yeah. But it is a little convoluted. A so little bit. pay attention. Again, I'm going to try to make it as clear as possible mm-hmm. at the end of the letter. But here it goes. Hi, guys. My name is Monica. And I'm writing in to ask for advice for a friend. For real, for real. Like, really, mm-hmm. for a friend. It's for you, Monica, we know. So here's the situation. I have a tight friend group that goes back to college, and it consists of me, another woman, and another man. Okay? So there's three people, two women, one man. He gay? Their names, oh. for purposes of this letter, are Brandy and Bill. So there's Monica, Brandy. <laughs> the boy's mine. <laughs> And Bill. Okay. Uh, we are all in our early 30s, and we live in it in the uh, Houston area. H-Town? Okay. Did y'all vote for Beto? <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. Right. So, all three of us are in long-term, committed relationships. Brandy is in a rocky relationship. Mm. And she often confines in Bill and I about their her relationship drama. Okay. Brandy's boyfriend is uncomfortable about her close relationship with Bill. Okay. Brandy's boyfriend and Bill even got into an argument, and Bill is no longer allowed at their home. <laughs> so I'm guessing that Brandy lives with her man, right? Because she uh-huh. lives at their home. Okay, okay. okay. In an effort to disguise the frequency of the text messages, Brandy changed Bill's name to John in her cell phone. Okay. Monica asked Bill what the last name was, and he looked at her with confusion. He didn't know. So a few nights ago, we were all at dinner, and Brandy went to the bathroom and left her phone on the table. I told Bill, so Monica told Bill, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm using names because the way she wrote it is a little confusing. So Monica told Bill to text their group text something silly or random. Monica, uh, Brandy's phone lit up and the name on the phone was John James Preston. I thought his name was Bill. Well, she changed his name because her boyfriend was getting mad that she was texting Bill so much. Okay. So, uh, she's Monica's in shock, She, uh, but Bill didn't understand why. And she tried to explain that Brandy mm-hmm. is in love with Bill. How? Because of the fact that... Um, John James Preston is the name 
of Mr. Big from Sex in the City. So clearly, mm. Monica is a Sex in the City fan. Okay. And the the fact that Brandy changed Bill's name to mm-hmm. John to, James Preston in right. his cell phone, mm-hmm. in her cell phone, mm-hmm. is an indicator of that. All right. So okay. again, that was a really convoluted letter, but that's the letter we got. So we're going to work so the with end, it. So the end of the letter says what? So the end what of the letter. What is she asking for? She says, "Should I confront Brandy? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts?" Much appreciated. So basically, again, I'm just the way she wrote it was kind of convoluted, but I think it's, there's a lot of people involved. Yeah. yeah. But there's the, the basic premise is there's uh-huh. three friends, uh-huh. two guys, one, one girl. girl. They've been friends since college. Two girls, one cup. No. Okay. Ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they've been friends since college, uh-huh. and you know they're all in long term relationships. Mm-hmm. One of the girls, uh, her boyfriend's upset that she's so tight with this other the guy. guy. Mm-hmm. So it's an insecurity there. Right. But I think that there's been a theme throughout a couple of our letters yeah, where I yeah. think that there's some insecurity, like insecurity with yeah. um, intergendered or inter, you know, opposite mm-hmm. sexes being friends and, and, yeah. and heterosexual relationships. Right. So Brandy's boyfriend's upset that she's so cool with Bill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she talks to Bill a lot. Mm-hmm. So she changed Bill's name to John James Preston. Uh-huh. And the other girl that's mm-hmm. in this you know, friendship of three musketeers. Right. <laughs> thinks that that's su- su- suspect. What is your thoughts, Maurice? Well, so you mentioned she doesn't say that Bill is in a heterosexual relationship. So my thought was that Bill was gay. Okay. And until you said that, I was like, oh, well, is Bill straight? I don't know. And so I was thinking that maybe because if Bill was gay, it would be no problem. Mm hmm. So apparently Bill must be straight. Right. I, I surmise that Bill is straight. Because yeah. If, if I think that her boyfriend, uh-huh. like, like Brandy's boyfriend, would right. be more comfortable. If it was a gay guy. Right. Yeah. So, hmm. So now I'm confused that maybe. So now I'm thinking that the letter said that Bill and the boyfriend had argument or disagreement or something. Right. And now Bill can't even come to their house anymore. Which right. Which is problematic because I'm like. How are you going to tell me my friend can't come over? Well, is the boyfriend paying the bills? I mean, if it makes him uncomfortable, he doesn't want someone in his home who makes him feel uncomfortable. But why does that. he make him uncomfortable? That's the question. So well, I'm thinking that... There must be something going on. Exactly. Or something went on. Right. At some point. Well, the letter doesn't say whether or not something went on at some point. But I think that it, the fact that the matter is just... I'm a Sex in the City fan, if you don't you know. Are. Yeah. I've probably seen every episode... 20 times like well you have the box set i have the box set i have <laughs> yeah. amazon prime so i watch all of it on there yeah. too now i literally like all moments of my life can mm-hmm. be tied to sex in the city okay. so the fact that i was gagged when i saw this letter and to be quite honest that's why i picked it because <laughs> basically you if you know the sex in the city series uh-huh. it's six seasons it basically uh-huh. goes from like 1998 to like two 2006 2005 ish like is when yeah. it ends mm-hmm. and it basically follows or i guess well with the movies it goes uh-huh. into like the late you know yeah, 2008 yeah. 2009 because mm-hmm. it's 10 years yeah but basically like the main character of the show carrie had this the whole series is tumultuous relationship with this guy named mr big yeah. and the entire show you don't know what his actual name is she just refers to him as big mm-hmm. or mr big mm-hmm. and that's you know, she's with, she was with Aiden. She mm-hmm. was with Berger. She was with Alexandra Petrovsky. Mm-hmm. She's with all these other guys throughout mm-hmm. the show. But she none hoped. of them held held her heart like Mr. Big. Well, so the fact the, that this girl mm-hmm. names her friend 
John James Preston, who in the last episode of Sex and the City, we find out what Mr. Big's name is. It's John James Preston. I thought we found it in the movie. No, because when she's in Paris, remember when she's in Paris and Alexander slaps her? Uh Uh-huh. And then she calls Big. And she tells Big that he hit her. Mm-hmm. And then Big flies to Paris. And she's running through the streets like a mad woman in this huge bluish-green tutu after the after the gallery opening. Mm-hmm. And then remember, she's like, his his limo goes by. And in the end, they're kissing on like one of the bridges with the Eiffel Tower in the background. And we oh. find out his name is John. No, it was in the movie. Because oh, her phone rang. Her phone rang. Something. And she says, hi, John. Yeah. But no, 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 that was actually, no, it was in the last episode because she's walking down the street. She's back in New York. Uh-huh. And he calls her. And she goes, John. So we know his name is John in the last okay. episode. We find out his name is John James Preston in the Sex and the City movie. Right. Because that's when they go to buy the house. Okay. So we find out um, that his name is John. Okay. Well, anyway. So, anyway, we're getting too deep. But you are. Girl, my advice is this, and maybe Maurice is not going to be as involved, but I would say, yes, confront your girlfriend. Say, why the hell is his name John James Preston? Let her know that you know the significance. I'm sure that she's also a Sex and the City fan. She knows the significance. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just straight up ask her. She she might be in love with him. Because to name Uh, someone, because she was trying to be slick. But Okay, but then my question is... She changed his name from one male name to another male name. Right. So it's like, I would have put her in as Sheila. Exactly. (laughs) Sheila. You know. Jessica. Sheila from down to the job. Because (laughs) I'm like, to change it from one male name to another, you're still inviting that kind of ambiguity, that questioning, like, who the fuck is John? Right. Because that would be my question if I... As the boyfriend. As the boyfriend, yeah. So I'm like... Mm. Yeah, so she's being messy. Yeah. I mean, maybe she wants to be found out. Who knows? Exactly. But in terms of what Monica wants to know, mm-hmm. Monica, you need to confront Brandy. I don't think so. Really? Mm-mm. I'd ask Brandy. Well, Monica, be messy. See, this is me being messy. You are. Just ask her. Ask her, you know... Ask her what, though? Girl, what's I mean, the tea? if ask, they're I friends know. from college, she probably know all the tea. Well, I don't know. Well... Well, we gave you our advice. That's what we said. It was a fun letter. I yeah, appreciate it because of letter. Sex in the City. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for writing in, Monica. Well, now it's time to get into our next segment of the show. Ten snow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I'm sorry. Okay. It is, I said what, what I said. said. All right, Maurice, do you want to go first? Let me go first. Cause okay. Mine's is not long, and I promise it's not long. Mine is not, mine is not long either. I'm just like... So going off of what we were talking about earlier about the problematic Macy's ad, and then, you know, over the weekend, I was minding my own business on Instagram. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm scrolling through, and I sent you this picture, and it was... Um, it was like a photo collage. It was like three different guys, and they all had on like these like cat suits, like oh, yes. body suits. Yes, I did see those. <laughs> Very unfortunate. And so I sent it to you like as a joke almost because uh-huh. I was like, ha ha ha, look at these guys in these body suits. Because I think you were on your date, so you didn't reply till like the next day, right? And so on Sunday when you replied, you were like, oh my god, this is so problematic. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just funny. And then I started reading the comments on the post. This guy who posted these pictures. Or he reposted them because they were already on Instagram. So right. This guy reposted these pictures and he was a heterosexual black man. 
um, in his probably 40s, he looked like. Oh, you're being kind. He looked way worse. Yeah, I'm not he worse. He, looked, he just looked... Un, un, if, if, if he's 40s, he's lived a bad life. But right. Continue. I mean, so... And there were just all these negative, 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 homophobic comments on this picture that this guy posted. Right. And so he's talking about how these guys obviously didn't have their fathers in their lives and they need to be men and men don't dress like this. And and these people are co-signing on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of comments about this. And this guy had a lot of followers. I forget what his name was, but, you know, it was just sad and unfortunate to see so many people co-signing what he said. All these comments that I attribute to toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. This is a problem that we have in the black community. Is it specifically just the black community or is it like hyper... I mean, because I think toxic masculinity is just... I'm sure it spans all... It spans all... Races. Races and ethnicities and cultures but um in in reference to this one particular post the majority of the people who were commenting were black people and you know it was black men and they were just had you know they were saying these slurs and they were using the f word and my thing was what did them wearing these outfits like how does it bother you you don't know these guys you're not wearing it. They're not, you know, posting on your page. They're not doing anything that affects you. Right. So when you bring it to the point to start to degrade gay men as a whole of any culture, any race, any background, to attack masculinity, like what exactly is masculinity? What is it? I don't know. Can they not be masculine and wear this? You can. Right. I mean, for me, I saw, because I mean, you shared it with me. Yeah. To me, just sartorially, it was not a good look. <laughs> right. <laughs> to me, it looked very much like it was um, a tracksuit. Like if you're running in the Olympics. Right. Or like, like, yeah, a, swims- yeah, like a swimsuit yeah. that like, uh-huh. like a Michael Phelps would wear. Right. Because it's like, I'm like, where are you wearing this? Right. Um, to the club. But if you want to wear it, mm-hmm. fine. I mean, I think that sometimes people project. Mm-hmm. So again, I think gender is performance. Like, masculinity to a certain extent is performance because to me you know what being a man is what taking care of your business okay being present as you said earlier Mm -hmm. for your family Mm -hmm. your children Mm -hmm. providing for them Mm -hmm. um being a support system right Uh, but a lot of i think gender today is performative Mm -hmm. for women it's about having a certain shaped body it's Mm -hmm. about wearing a certain kind of a makeup and having Mm -hmm. a certain kind of a lace front it's about you know having a, a it's, it's performative. Right. For men, it's about how you dress, how mm-hmm. you act, the way you speak. Big dick. But, but is it really about... <laughs> but it, oh, and, uh, Honey, if that's the measure of a man, right. they're very few. Right. <laughs> or, or people aren't as much of a man as they think they are. Right. But I think that um, it's performative. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but how much does that really matter? Right. But and, I think that people are relying mm-hmm. on other people to be in cahoots with and performing validate. masculinity yeah. on their behalf. And mm-hmm. they feel like when someone doesn't fit the idea of what they believe a man is and mm-hmm. is an attack on their own manhood, what you got to do ain't got nothing to do with me. Exactly. And if you're so upset about these guys wearing these suits, because like you said, if they if it was a, a track suit, if it was a, you know, um, what? Yeah, it's about suit. 
A wetsuit, yeah. Like, what is the difference? Like, it just because it was like a gold and black pattern looking like a Versace print? Right. They're not encroaching on your life. Right. They're not attacking you. But, you know, these comments, they're tearing down the black community. How? Right. They're tearing down the black family. How? It's three men who decided to put on an outfit for that photo shoot well, or I whatever. We have to question also, I was like, how much of this rhetoric or this discussion and these mm-hmm. talking points are influenced by the black church? Is influenced by, you know, sometimes the arbiters or the people in the black community who have the, the you know, the microphone mm-hmm. aren't the most educated or the right. most well-informed. Right. So it's like perpetuating these bad ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, for some people, comes from a point of fear. Right. People fear what's different they fear what's unknown Mm -hmm. they fear people living their authentic selves right when we should be celebrating that someone wearing a Mm tracksuit or a body a men's Mm bodysuit states nothing about your you you as a person Mm -hmm. you know how about we get to like back to basics like are you kind Mm -hmm. are you um responsible right are you honest Mm -hmm. Are you authentic? Mm-hmm. Are you um, contributing to your community? Right. Because if that's the measure of a man, yeah. then we're also lacking there. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I, I get what you're saying. It was, just, it was just irritating to, like, read the comments when I had to actually just put it down and turn it off. Well, sure. Like... I think that especially, I get what you're saying, because I think mm-hmm. sometimes as, like, a black gay man, mm-hmm. sometimes... I'll, I'll use I statements. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like, you know, straight black men don't validate okay. my madness mm-hmm. solely because of the fact that mm-hmm. I'm gay. Mm-hmm. When in fact, it's like, I feel like, you know, I absolutely am a man. I identify as a man. Mm-hmm. I never identified as a woman. I right. never, I don't see myself that way. Right. I, I am a man. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in terms of what I believe a man is, mm-hmm. I've never met, I, I've met very few. Mm-hmm. I can count on one hand how right. many straight men that I feel like are actual men. Mm-hmm. You know, and two were in my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's maybe two out of four right. that I can count besides mm-hmm. myself right. who hold these values where right. I believe a man uh-huh. to be. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, I think it's just a community thing of what we value as men. Okay. And I think it's just a discussion that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the tracksuits was nice. I didn't wear them. <laughs> but the, 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 the gentleman that had them on had the assets. They that accentuated did. the, the yeah. outfits. So I wasn't yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm. All right. So you're, yes, come for the toxic masculinity. My, I say what I said is, be kind. Someone's life, someone's personality, someone's clothing does not affect you at all. So let them be them. Let them live their life and be their authentic self. And I said what I said. Yes. <laughs> well, my said what I said this week is I'm going to keep it short. But it kind of was, um, it's actually related to Mariah Carey as we started, mm-hmm. as we stated earlier in the mm-hmm. show. Uh, she came out with her new album. Yes. And Caution. Caution. In stores. Now, <laughs> streaming live. Yes, so, and you know, all weekend I've been sh- you know, streaming it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. You actually need to buy it though. I should buy it. Well, I don't know how that works these days. So, 150 streams is like one purchase. Oh, so it's better to buy it. Okay. See, I don't know mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. Thank you for that knowledge and sharing mm-hmm. with us. But um, so I've been streaming it all weekend, mm-hmm. and it's just like. 
It's a mature album. It's sexy. It's very, yeah. It's grown and sexy. Very it's vibey. Yeah. It's 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 hip hop. It's R and B hip hop. Yeah. It's hip hop R and B or whatever. My only qualm with the album is that it's only thirty eight minutes. It's a very quick album. Yeah. It's like I haven't had an album this short since Maxwell's last album. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you be waiting a long time for his next one, <laughs> but I think Maxwell's album is like thirty-five minutes. Okay, but um, it, it's it's very quick, but it's solid. I mm-hmm. think the thing that Mariah does very well is she gives you a a project from beginning. It's a cohesive, it's, it's a cohesive body, of body of. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, it's like I see how this is an album. Mm-hmm. It tells us full story. Because yeah. when the singles came out, they were a little disjointed. But then when you listen to it in its entirety and in the sequence, it's supposed to be in. You're like, oh, okay. right. But we live in such like a, a singles yeah. world that yeah. it seems like the album doesn't matter. Right. But I appreciate this album. Mm-hmm. Um, is it her best work? Uh, Probably not. Mm. But I'm not. And it's no shade to her. But okay. honestly, it's 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 far better than I expected. Okay. Because I think that, you know, sometimes with my girl, I have a little bit of, like, ca- like caution. Caution, like, literally. <laughs> it's, it's, girl, yeah. it's going to be okay. But I think that yeah. her imagery, I think mm-hmm. the sound, it all looks good. Yeah. I have my favorites. I think A No-No is absolutely one of my favorites. It's amazing, yeah. Um, one More Gan is one uh-huh. of my favorites. Yeah. And uh, Caution, the title track. Caution's good. G- giving Me Life. Yes. D- you know what? I didn't like Giving Me Life at first. But then you listened to it. But I listened to yeah. it. And I was like, well, who the hell is Norma Jean? <laughs> <laughs> I had to like figure stuff out. Yeah. But I think when I just read the track listing, it was mm-hmm. like giving me life. I thought it was going to be like an upbeat party uh-huh. dance track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it, go, it, it took me back to kind of like two of my favorite Mariah Carey songs mm-hmm. are from Butterfly. Yeah. Uh, the Roof mm-hmm. and uh, Breakdown. Okay. It, it gets, it's, it's slower. It's sultry. It's sexy. But let's get back to my uh-huh. said what I said. Right. And so Perez Hilton comes out today and he says that... Um, Let's get into it. He said, in case you don't know, Mariah Carey has a new album out today. Sadly, it isn't expected to to debut in the top five Billboard Hot 100. And um, Perez goes on to say that he probably won't listen to the album, um, not even for free or on streaming. And And then he says, continuing again, continuing, he said, she's not catering to her base. I always preferred Mariah... Uh, a pop Mariah. Her best work is consistently her her pop output. Hmm. And he says pop music is fast. I'm not saying go for radio, go for dance. I'm just saying Mariah R&B Mariah is so played out. She's done that for over a done? decade now. She's done that. Oh, being like she's oh, done. Okay. She's done R&B for over a decade now. And many of her old fans miss other kinds of songs. I take issue with this because you know what? This expands so far beyond Mariah and I'm going to break it down for you. Mm -hmm. And I was discussing this with a friend of mine, um, Dallas earlier today. And it was just really like frustrating for the both of us because we're both music lovers Mm -hmm. and we see what these black women specifically go through in the music industry. Mm -hmm. And Perez Hilton sitting here trying to say Mariah is irrelevant and the irony of of this entire discussion Mm -hmm. is that Perez Hilton is the most irrelevant of all. Who even goes on... on, Does he have a blog? Or I don't even know what he does anymore. I don't even know what he does anymore. Oh, child Perez, please. No one's worried about you. But it speaks to a larger issue. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, first of all, you'd think you're an original fan of Mariah Carey and you prefer her pop stuff. Mariah was never pop, boo. 
Okay. She came out as R&B. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she might have had more of a pop slant. In the early 90s. In the early 90s, but that was also a different time. A, yeah. But my, 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 my essential problem is that mm-hmm. Mariah Carey is a black woman. I understand that she's biracial mm-hmm. and that some people want to claim her as their own, but right. she identifies as black. She identifies, yes. She is a black woman. Mm-hmm. And when black artists, I think, try to center blackness within their art, right. it is not well received and it is oftentimes right. rebuffed mm-hmm. by their white fan base. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but feel as though it's because you're not supporting the messaging. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that is because you don't feel like you can't connect to it or you feel like it's not valid, but mm-hmm. it's like, well, why can't you support? this person when they're expressing themselves Themselves. when they feel most authentic right you know like and it's been proven Mm -hmm. rihanna's to me rihanna's best album was anti but that was also her most black album if you will but that's not why i didn't like it all right but it wasn't received well Uh by the masses right uh when beyonce came out with formation folks had a problem with it but a lot of people Mm -hmm. you know the white gays were not here for it yeah they weren't and it's like, okay, well, you can support these women mm-hmm. when they're doing, you know, the club songs uh, and the radio friendly and the, and the single ladies in uh-huh. that, the radio friendly songs. Yeah. But when they want to actually express themselves as fully realized mm-hmm. human beings, right. which means a recognition mm-hmm. of their race, a recognition mm-hmm. of their humanity, and they attempt to express it, mm-hmm. you rebuff it. Right. But then you juxtapose that with the fact that, like, you know, concerts, mm-hmm. if you go to Little Wayne, a little, um, I don't know the the rappers, but the 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 trigger and the 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 ASAP Rocky and the and the dollar bill. I don't know uh, the tie tie dollar sign. They the one that dated Kyrie. I, I don't know, child. I can't keep. Oh, but okay. did she date all of them? I don't. I don't know. I don't. But it's all white guys at those concerts. Right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I can't help but feel like, again, it gets into this intersectional thing. Like, how come black women cannot express their blackness in a certain kind of a way? Like, when Mariah, well, Beyonce did the Coachella with the black college, like even her mother, you know, Miss Tina Knowles, mm-hmm. was apprehensive. She's like, well, your white fans well, aren't going to mm-hmm. get this. But it's like, I think as an artist, you have to just express you and you have to do what's good to you. It's frustrating that Perez is like, Oh, Mariah is mm-hmm. not being true to herself and she needs to get back to her fan base. Mariah is with her fan base. Mm-hmm. And I think the people who have been fans of Mariah for many years well, are continuing listening to her and, and they and they like what she's put out and they're supporting her product. I think the distinction is if you're a true fan. Right. Because to be a true fan, you have to accept the artist's growth and whatever direction they go and creatively or just how about my thing is but how about accepting who they are as a person as a person and, and I'm, gonna even, I'm gonna even analogize this to pink yeah i was gonna i was gonna a, say that too or are you uh-huh it's a good way to go because when pink came out she was very black she was r&b she was r&b singing the hooks on all the songs there you go yeah Look, i mean yeah. that was the jam yeah and i guess you can honestly I, if, if i want to be honest with myself and have a real discussion i was into that pink when Pink and, went to her rock and thing, then you said when she switched, she lost, lost me. You, yeah, but she embraced herself. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a little bit. I guess. But then, are you giving a double standard? Then I, that's what I'm challenging. Okay. Maybe I am giving a double standard, mm-hmm. but I think that it's a bit different because I don't see race as two sides of the same coin. You can't just flip it. They're right. totally different. Right. Um, I think that. 
I don't blame Pink. I actually, I, I still like some of her songs. I'm not her target audience. Right. But I, I felt like she used whatever means she could, the R&B mm-hmm. route to get to into get the industry. Into the industry. And then she flipped it. Mm-hmm. She lost me. But it, it, it to me, it could, it could have felt a little bit, I'm not saying, it didn't feel that way to me. Okay. I'm not saying it was exploitative. Uh-huh. But to some, it could have felt that right, way. Right, right, right. As opposed to someone just coming into the industry, mm-hmm. doing mainstream music. Mm-hmm. And then once they get a little bit of, you know, cemented or, or, or clout in the mm-hmm. industry, they decide to embrace themselves mm-hmm. and do a song about, you know, formation or police yeah. violence. Right. Well, and so then it's like, then the white people retreat. I think there's a, there's a difference. It's not the same side of a, it's not opposite sides of the same coin. Right. And I think with Mariah, if you look at her career in the beginning, she was, you know, essentially controlled by, Mr. Matola. Tommy Matola, who was her manager and then her husband. And then he was like, you know, record exec. And then the industry and they wanted to, you know, have this image of Mariah. She could only wear long sleeved shirts and, you know, not show any cleavage and, do you know, do all, all these things. Right. And so once she started to break out of that, which was Honey and Butterfly album, and she says that, you know, she became more of who she was or she was able to present more of who she was. And if you look like that's when she started to turn more R&B, you know, that's when she started to kind of go in a different direction. And right. so, you know, a lot of people did have issues with that. And then if you look at Beyonce, even when she put out Formation, there are a lot of people saying, oh, Beyonce is black now, you know, so it's like once you get to that level where you don't have to answer to or cater to these heads, you know, these media heads or whatever, then you can now walk in your truth and be who you are. So I think that Perez's comments are a little out of touch, um, but he's problematic anyway. No, he's so problematic. Yeah. But But I think he just does stuff for clickbait. But, you know, like with Beyonce, like with Mariah, like with any artist who... Uh, spends a few years doing you know whatever they can because you know it's it's a business you have to get this money you have to do what you have to do and then once you don't have to do that anymore you don't want to do that anymore I hear you well Mariah I think that it was a great album I enjoy Caution good luck with your tour we'll see you in April April and I said what I said (laughs) but you people you know need you know support artists for who they are authentically right. and who they represent. Because again, if you knew Mariah, you do know mm-hmm. the story that Maurice explained and mm-hmm. how Butterfly was a, a really big album for her mm-hmm. because she could embrace who she was. Right. And a part of her embracing who she was was embracing her blackness. Right. So support artists for who they are, you know, whether it has political messaging, societal messaging, because that artist is, is supposed to reflect the times. Right. I think that was like a Nina Simone-ish quote. Was it? But, Support people, and I said what I said. I know that's right. All right, child, let's get into our tent across the board. Are you ready? Yes. So it's time for tens, tens, tens across the board. So this week I'm giving tens to someone we just talked about, your girl, Beyonce. Wait, you're giving tens to Beyonce? I know, right? Shock the world. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm giving 10s to Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Uh, It was announced uh, this week that 
she has actually reacquired her athleisure brand ivy park which sidebar i have a problem with athleisure i do not like athleisure athleisure. it's lazy it's so lazy i don't like athleisure because it's not real clothes like put on some clothes you're not supposed to wear this out in public if you're not going to the gym going to yoga going wherever you should not be wearing athleisure so i'm in whole foods and there's this girl you know it was like the race weekend or whatever i don't even think she was in the race but in the marathon but so she had on this athleisure like suit she had on like this the full length um canada goose like type coat and she had on like leggings and a crop top and i could see every part of her anatomy okay girl where is your panty line put on a panty line. well you know i okay so this is my thing mm-hmm. i don't like athleisure but i have i've grown i've adjusted i hate it no. okay so now on the weekend, because mm-hmm. you know, I dress every day, I'm in a suit. Right. So I'm suited and booted. And, yeah. Monday through Monday Friday. Monday through Friday. On the weekend, mm-hmm. like for example, when I went to brunch, I did put on jeans and right. I put on a sweater because mm-hmm. I was at brunch. Right. But if I wasn't at brunch and I was just like going to go to the grocery store, no. I'll put on like my good sweats Mm-mm. and my good like sweatshirt or hoodie. No. But that's still different than my gym outfit. Right. So I do wear athleisure, but my mm-hmm. athleisure is very much like I'm hanging around the house mm-hmm. and I might have to like run, run to CDS or run to the, mm-hmm. you know, the grocery store. No. And this is a, an, uh, an, an outfit that's appropriate no. for doing so. She had a full beat of makeup. I'm like, so you clearly took time to put on, you know, your face. You could have put on some more clothes. But you're not supposed to wear that outside of the gym or anything. Well, I mean, things are changing, but girl, so why, but why are you doing Beyonce? But anyway, back to Beyonce. So Beyonce gets I'm just tense in shock. because <laughs> I'm in shock too. So <laughs> Beyonce is getting tens because she reacquired Ivy Park, which is her athleisure brand. She was in a fifty fifty percent partnership with the owner of Topshop, Sir Philip Green, and so okay, sir. right. So he has been accused of racial, sexual and all kinds of harassment and so there was like this public social media campaign public outcry for her to sever ties with this brand because of you know like you said the me too movement and things were going on and you know beyonce is a feminist allegedly and she wants don't do allegedly um and she wants to you know be about female empowerment and things like that so she reacquired the 50% that he owns. So now Parkwood Entertainment, which is her um, company, now owns it. In the media statement they put out, they said that um, it was in talks for over a year, but the timing of it kind of, you know, seems like, you know, she recently did this, but that could have been, you know, just part of the media um, spin. Right. But yeah, so, you know, if she did it for these reasons of, you know, taking a stand and cutting ties with someone who, you know, makes these sexual and racial and derogatory comments to to people. I think, you know, that's a good thing for her as far as a businesswoman, as far as a black woman. And, you know, I hear the brand was not selling as well anyway, so I don't know how much it cost her. But, you know, I mean, good for you, Beyonce. Well, I know that Ivy Park does really great in um in the UK. No, they don't. Well, it does much better in the UK than it does in the US. Well, it does not say much. 
Well, I mean, I'm proud of B. I think that yes. I know that that was some controversy. It was. was some pressure for her to to, to remove that mm-hmm. uh, or to, to cut ties. To cut ties with that. Um, so. so tens for her. Tens for Make Beyonce. A good, an ethical mm-hmm. business decisions. Yes. Okay, so I have a a, a, a thematic tens. Okay. This week. Um, recently, the National Book Foundation announced uh-huh. that there were uh, five of the literary works. Okay. By people of color, really, to win the 2018 National Book Awards. Oh, okay. So uh, we are very, very happy for them mm-hmm. in the fiction category. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Friend by Sigrid Nunez, okay, uh, won that book of the year. Right. We also have in the nonfiction category mm-hmm. the New Negro: The Life of Alan Locke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's by Jeffrey C. Stewart. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Black Studies scho- uh, scholar, um, and he's a Rhodes Scholar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Scholar in the Harlem Renaissance, so okay. he won that for nonfiction. Mm-hmm. In the poetry category, uh, we have the collection of work called Indecency mm-hmm. by Justin Philip Reed. Okay, and in the uh, translated literature, we have the Emissary by Yoko Twanda. Okay, and in the Young People, the YA mm-hmm. uh, division for literature, we have the Poet X by Elizabeth Acevedo. Okay, so that's really, really like mm-hmm. amazing that. I think there's only six or seven categories oh, okay. for the National Book Awards. Oh, wow. And the five people of color. I mean, you mm-hmm. have someone Asian, uh, a Latinx Latin. person, and then, mm-hmm. you know, three African-American people represented. Okay. And, you know, I'm also, I started my little book club, mm-hmm. the Legally Bad group. Shout out to y'all. And, um, you know, so we're reading um, Warmth of Other Suns. Okay. So that's a book about, you know, the migration from the South to the North after Reconstruction. Mm-hmm. So that's like, you know, a nonfiction book. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a really big fan of memoir. So right now, you know, in my limited downtime, I'm also reading a new book that was just released by uh, a black gay man. His name is Casey Gerald. And his book is called There Will Be No Miracles Here. So I've actually been doing more on that book than doing the my book club book. Mm-hmm. So those are my... um. Tens across the board this Tens. week. So thank you for book people, literary people. You know, we do read black folks. So Kanye doesn't, you said. Well. I mean, maybe he has Audible. Maybe he doesn't you know, actually Audible read books. Is maybe reading, he got audio, you know, you audio know, books. Audio books count. So stop coming for Kanye. I'm like, not coming for him. You are. But I, I am giving tens to those who won National Book Awards mm-hmm. and to Casey Gerald for just releasing a book. So tens so across tens, the board tens, for tens. y'all. Well, thank you so much. We made it to... And can we give ourselves a ten? Yes, we deserve tens. Tens for us. Tens for us. Tens for, for Maurice. Yeah. Tens for Justin. Tens for category, category is. Yes. So thank you guys so much for yeah. listening. Remember to share, subscribe, most importantly, join yeah. our family. Join the family. Join, join our house. Join the conversation. Yeah. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. Hit that subscribe. It just drops right into your box <laughs> every, every time we release. Yeah. Every week on time. Consistently. Consistently. We will drop Among for you. Some people. So yeah, remember to subscribe, mm-hmm. like, rate, rate and comment, review. Yeah. review. Give us a review. Tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. Share. Send us a listener letter. Yeah. You can always reach us at categoryispod at gmail.com. Or on Instagram at categoryispod. Yes, and on Twitter at categoryispod. Yes. But you got to get our Twitter popping. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the gram seems to be where it's at. That's where it's at. People don't but, like to read these it's true yeah but read the books that we mentioned today in our tens across the board and again thank you so much we'll see you guys next next week week. Bye. bye bye